Good afternoon. Hello. It's supposed to be morning. <laughs> we ended up in the afternoon because you had a load of work to do. I did. I, I mentioned on, on one of our other podcasts on the emailing that... Podcast episode. Podcast uh, episodes. Um, that emailing is good on a Tuesday morning. So um, as in to get people to open it. So I thought I'd test that theory this morning. <laughs> yeah, you've been on it all, yeah, all morning. <laughs> so good afternoon. This is episode 63. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think we both kind of think it's 63. We'll say it's 63. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? So it's Tuesday, um, and today should be top 10 Tuesday. Um, but when I was investigating these things, I've got loads. So it's it's top whatever, however many there are of these things, which is um, Facebook statistics that you should be aware of in 2021 that are good for marketers in 2021. Um, yeah, well, we've been in a lot of Facebook as well, so if, if this well, that's is the why first, I it kind of fitted as well. Yeah, you should definitely check out some of our the, a couple of the recent episodes because we've been doing a bit of a deep dive onto Facebook, yeah. Facebook groups, and all sorts. So, because um, there's some interesting interesting stats just about all of that as well. Yeah. So, well, I, I found the reason I wanted to do this was it was just um, I got some of this information on a blog post I was reading, and then I, I kind of went down a rabbit hole and, and some more blog posts and that and. A lot of it was really surprising data to me, and you hear, um, if you're if you're into marketing and you're into social media marketing and and you follow a lot of these kind of uh, digital marketers and platforms and stuff, there's this feeling out there that kind of, not Facebook is dead, um, because obviously it's not; it's still the biggest social media platform, but that you should be jumping on all the new new ones and that Facebook like advertising on Facebook is ineffective and people aren't listening on Facebook and well especially and what you were saying about so if you haven't heard it we were on the Facebook groups um what was that episode about what was the title do you remember uh it was all it was about Facebook groups should but, you be using Facebook groups for your business or right and okay. how to use them for your business. yeah so and in that episode we talked a lot about how a Facebook page the, the the old ways of doing um and a lot of people still think that this is what how you've got to build your yeah. presence online is to build build a facebook page get lots of people to like and follow it and then all you do is just keep populating the posts and then suddenly your yeah. business's awareness will just keep growing and growing i'm assuming you're probably going to touch on some of those stats in a minute and in that episode we talked a lot about how that's a mistake it's a huge mistake to rely on that strategy. Yeah, that um, was episode 60. Okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and you should absolutely not do that. That used to be the way mm-hmm. a few years ago, but the thing is a lot of people aren't talking about this stuff, are well, they? They're not raising it. awareness of the yeah. fact that that is an old strategy exactly. that died, that's well and truly dead, and you need to be thinking way more sophisticatedly around how you use things like Facebook. But I can see why, if you are still trying to build awareness and you're working from that old way of thinking mm. of course you think that facebook's dead and, yes and exactly. also generationally yeah actually is it generationally though because i you can tell i'm getting older because i'm having friends children yeah invite me yeah, to be yeah, friends yeah, on facebook yeah. when i actually thought that um, that generation had nothing to do with Facebook at yeah. all, but that's a mistake. Yeah, exactly, and that, and that is actually one of the statistics I'll cover, but yeah, there's this perception that it's like the older, not older generation, obviously, but like the kind of, I don't know, like 40 plus right. is the most dominant um, on Facebook, but that's not true either. Wow. Um, so, and I think that's one of the important points to make is when you're kind of making decisions on um, your marketing, especially your marketing spend, and whether that's time or money, um, don't listen to just anecdotal evidence, you know, go and find the facts. Yeah, and people do use anecdotal evidence yeah. and they speak very passionately about it, yeah. uh, like it's fact, because exactly. they've heard it from a, what they think consider a trusted source. Yeah. Christ, we've done it. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah. It's, it's easy to do, um, yeah. but, but go and do some research and find, that, you know, there's big studies out there, this, this one in particular I think was done by HubSpot, um, and it's it's um, it's part of a much bigger study than some of the facts that I've kind of pulled out. Um, but yeah, they, they, they spend a lot of money on proper research on, right, on these yeah. things. And Facebook also published their own statistics as well. So you, yeah. can, you can read their own statistics as well. So yeah, it's really important to kind of analyse the numbers um, and then make a decision that's right for your business. So as you as you said, that um, it's not that Facebook is is inefficient as a marketing tool. 
but the strategies of old are inefficient and yeah. you need to relook at those, not go, oh, Facebook doesn't work and jump flat platforms. Well, and coming back to my point a few moments ago, nobody's talking about it. No. Everybody's talking about paid ads only. Yeah. And or, paid... the new, or the new places like, oh, you've got to be on TikTok. Oh, exactly. you've got to do this. And, yeah. yeah. And the words, the words, they're not making the most of the existing platform and how it works. Exactly. Yeah. And, and maybe that's, and you should absolutely have a paid ad strategy. Um, we spoke yesterday on yesterday's episode about the fact that when you're starting out in business, you you have to, you either have to buy an audience yeah. or cultivate an audience. Yeah. But was, and I was basically being quite blunt at the fact that there's nothing in between. No. And uh, and if you're not prepared to cultivate an audience, then you've got to have a lot of cash. Yeah. Um, part, I suppose in hindsight, that's actually a little bit unfair because you should be doing both. Yes. Absolutely. It's just that cultivating an audience takes a very long time. Yeah. It's, and when you start a business and you're investing a lot of money and time in that business, mm. you need some kind of sale. Yeah. So you've but got if, to spend, right? Yeah, if you cultivate an audience and then you put money into paid ads, you're going to get wildly more successful results. Yeah, magnified. Yeah, yeah. huge. Um, so, yes. So, should we jump in? Yeah, go for it. So, Facebook, first of all, um, which probably isn't a surprise, is the third most visited pli- uh, site on the web, full stop. Um, so, Google is first, YouTube second. I think it's that way around. And then Facebook is third. But yeah, Google and YouTube are the only two that are bigger than, right. than Facebook. So that, that's probably not a surprise. You know, it's obviously a huge platform with, I think it's 2.8 billion people using it. Well, now. it is a surprise in that you're, you think how much controversy they've had over recent years. Mm, you know, they've had, they, they I remember um, this mass dump of Facebook. Yeah. Although a lot of people that said they were dumping Facebook never dumped Facebook. Did or you they notice come back that? to it. Yeah, yeah they're absolutely. like, oh, I'm off this, I'm never using yeah. it again. And then sure, and that's because Facebook's a really intelligent platform of because it connects families. Yes. And I think people, or, or and like we've got loads of personal photos yeah. on there and stuff like that of the kids and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I personally wouldn't come off it. And I was thinking this just the other day because I do have a bit of a bad Facebook habit at the moment where I'm checking it first thing in the morning and I end up mindlessly scrolling because I can't, don't want to get out of bed. Um, and I keep saying to myself, I've got to stop going to Facebook. But it is my source, especially because we live in a different country to a lot of our friends and family. It is my source of knowing what's going on. Well, yes you and know? no. So we're going to go off on a tangent now because <laughs> I'm going to tell you off a little bit here. Because in a, in a previous episode... It, tens of episodes ago now <laughs> you made the promise about getting up early in the morning yes and we had and you've been doing well at that yeah. like you you get up when i get up now yeah. well you wake up when i wake up i'm not gonna yeah. say get up because because <laughs> we live in a in a country house a stone country house in the middle of the countryside and it's january and in the mornings it's Bloody cold. Yeah, so you just don't want to get out of bed. But you well, are when you awake. wake up and you can see your breath, you just don't want to get out. <laughs> no. It's just like, no, I'm staying under the covers. Exactly. So, so I, I carry my bed top, my bed top, my laptop up to bed now at night, and then, and then in the morning, I get up, put my dressing gown on, and work in bed. <laughs> yeah, but the, the point I was about to make is you had a really good habit. Like, you recognise that getting on Facebook first thing and all that kind of stuff was a really crap way to start yeah. the day, right? Um, and one of the things that we discussed was the fact that you, like that morning time should be your kind of foundational piece. Yeah. It should be getting your head in the right space, doing all the bits and pieces that you would not do later on in yeah. the day. So this is me publicly pointing out <laughs> that you're getting out in the morning and you're going on Facebook. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And that's fatal, Yeah, right? I'm, I'm saying it's... it screws your head space. Yeah, I'm absolutely agreeing with you that it's an addiction. But that, that's what I'm saying. But I wouldn't ever get rid of it. I've got to do things to mitigate that. But I wouldn't yeah. ever get, get rid of it personally because there is too many friends and personal stuff on there that yeah. I wouldn't have any other way of connecting with people. There's yeah. so many times when I realise that I need to call somebody and I don't have their telephone number because yeah. all I've ever done is speak to them on Messenger. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't have that person's number. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And so it's it would I would lose a lot of people if I just randomly came off it. So that that's personally why I don't. And I think that's why a lot of people don't. And actually, Messenger is is one of the stats in here. 1.3 billion people use Messenger. Jesus. Which is massive. Actually. Yeah. Well, and also <laughs> like when we started this podcast. Um, one of the things that I found just blew my mind was where I posted it on my Facebook page and my personal Facebook page, I think, before we created the Smiling Entrepreneurs yeah. own 
page and um, people were messaging me that I hadn't spoken to for years, yeah. like haven't had any, and who were giving us feedback on the podcast and all this yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I can't think of another platform that does, that keeps people that connected for that length. Like it's exactly. perfectly appropriate yeah. not to speak to somebody for, I don't know, five or 10 years and yeah. then just reach out at the blue. It's like that, there's not many platforms that do that kind of relationship keeping, yes. I suppose, is probably the best way to do it. And that, I think that's what we all crave, especially at the moment. You yeah, know, true. we crave these connections with people because yeah. we all feel so kind of disjointed and disconnected. So, um, 57% of Facebook users are male. And that surprised me too. I don't mm. know why it surprised me. I just had in my head that more women would use it over men. But yeah, 57% of It's because women get weird pics from gross men. <laughs> that's why parts of their anatomy and they're like, I'm done with this app. <laughs> and they come off. No, I think that's an Instagram thing. Or oh, is it Snapchat? Well, like, I, neither I of you really on, have a Snapchat. I yeah. had it on Instagram. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to get random things on Instagram. Yeah. I, I might still do, but I never go into my messages anymore. <laughs> no. There's only so many times you can see that. <laughs> yeah. um, and so this is the age statistic that where, again, anecdotally, I'd heard that it was lots of kind of 40s plus. What do, we, what do they call 40s plus as a generation? Old. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you have the... Um, millennials, don't you, and the uh, and all of that. I don't, don't know what know. they what you call that, but anyway, the the kind of forty on. Well, we would tell our franchisees that yeah. nobody in their in <clears throat> in their teens and twenties are probably using Facebook now. Yeah. They've all gone onto Instagram and Snapchat. Yeah, that's that's what opposite. we would say. Yeah. what a couple of years ago, two three years ago. Yeah, so thirty two point four percent are aged between twenty five and thirty four. So that's the biggest chunk. Um, between 25 and 34? Yeah. Wow. And then another 23.5% are between 18 and 24. Wow. So, so actually over... between 18 and tw- the 34 is 55.9%. Wow. I'd never have said it was that high. Yeah, exactly. I was really surprised as well. So that, that will definitely change my messaging slightly with who we're kind of targeting some of our adverts at. Because I, yeah. I didn't realise that the, the large majority are their age. Yeah, I had no idea. Because when you think about our Smiley Booth, Photo Booth, hire company, yeah. um, one of the biggest access to the markets we've got um, for that business is the wedding market. And how old are most people when they're getting exactly. married? They yeah. tend to be in their 20s. Yeah, it would be 34 and under. Yeah, yeah, so we were at one point scratching our head going, is Facebook the right medium to be able to sell? Yeah. Clearly it is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so 63% of the USA, over 12, use it. And 74% of those are slightly older, 35 to 54. Right. So maybe that's where that kind of rumour almost came from, is that USA users are slightly older. But it gets even more confusing because only 8.9% of all Facebook users are from the States. Eight? I know. <laughs> so that, it took me a while to get my head around it. So 8.9%? Yeah. So actually, the majority of Facebook's users are outside, like the vast majority, 91%, are outside of the US. Well, that's even more startling when you consider that places like China and stuff mm. don't even allow those platforms yeah. like, to, be, to be on there. So yeah. it's you're basically talking Europe. Yeah. And... Like Russia or Well, whatever. the fastest growth is the Middle East and right. Africa. Wow. They're the fastest growth areas for Facebook at the moment. And if you take like um, 310 million users in India compared to 190 million users in the US, you wow. can see immediately why it's, it's actually the rest of the world that use it more. Wow. Yeah, I had no idea. No, so that's, uh, and I didn't either, and that's just like a whole new market there. Yeah, because I suppose we... Now, if you're selling a product or service, like this podcast, for example, mm-hmm. when when we we play around with marketing ideas, we haven't put a proper marketing strategy in play, funny enough, for no. the podcast at the moment. Because to be perfectly frank, the alongside Smiley Be Photo Be Hire and our Say It business as well, the content creation in of itself is yes. enough at the moment yeah. for us. But we instinctively drew on the UK and the US. Yeah. But when we look at the stats, because when you create a podcast and you publish podcasts across things like Spotify and Apple, like ours are, the, you get stats back that tell you where, who are listening to it. And you can see all the other countries that yeah. are being listened and so on. So 
yeah, you need to think if you've got a product or service that is global. Exactly. Yeah, just because you happen to have an affiliate, if you are UK, you have an affiliation to America. It's not necessarily the biggest market. Clearly. No, exactly. Yeah. So, and and now with um, the UK out of Europe, um, you know, you've got the same headaches to send something to mm. Europe as opposed to America or India or whatever. So you yeah. might as well widen your your net. Yeah. Because it's no easier anymore. Mm. You've still got all the. Um, uh, export duty and import duty and stuff to, to, to deal with. So yeah, absolutely. Um, so I said that the fastest growth is the Middle East in Africa, which I think is interesting. Middle East. Middle East. Um, and, um, and 53% of users actually trust it to protect their data and privacy, which again, I thought was really surprising when everyone was so up in arms about the whole data privacy Yeah, but issues. it's 53% a good number. Well, it's more than half. <laughs> yeah, it's more than half, but should it not be... Like... It should be higher. I mean, if, if it was my business, obviously, I'd be thinking that was actually quite low. But in terms of, I don't know anyone that trusts it yeah. <laughs> in my networks. So I was quite surprised to, to hear, hear that more than half do. Yeah, because I saw an article, because um, I think Facebook and Google are, are being, have been called out on something where they're preferencing they've come up with a deal between them that right. prohibits certain things and that that shows certain like in terms of businesses and shows certain ads and everything else and they're getting called out because facebook and who google uh, okay because there was a big um up in arms about the new apple because they've put in place within the phone um, or within the operating system, maybe, I'm not sure which, which it is, um, loads of protections for people so that Facebook and that can't spy on them. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and Facebook are really unhappy about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because that's in stark contrast to things like Samsung. Right. Right, and like, so we both have Samsung phones, and um, you can't remove oh. Facebook from those phones. Ah, no, I've, I've wondered that, because I have removed it when I've tried to kind of break my addictive behaviours with you it. You can't remove it. And I have noticed it, you can't remove no, it. No, every other app on your device oh. you can remove, but you can't remove oh, Facebook. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I just thought it was something I was doing wrong. No, so it's obviously that. an agreement that Facebook has yeah. made with, with Samsung to say, no, 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 you, you are never to allow the deletion yeah, of this app. That's really interesting. Um, average users use it for 34 minutes a day. Well, you're above that. <laughs> So are you. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and this is interesting, but probably not surprising. 79.9% of users use it on a mobile. So mm. you need to know that because it's important. If you're running an advert, and it doesn't have to be a paid advert, but if you've just got a post and you're going to a link, you better damn well make sure that that link's mobile friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because people are going to bounce straight off of it. God, how many times do you see that? Yeah. It's just like it just falls apart that whether where the buttons don't work or yeah. the, the text isn't lined up or anything like that just because they haven't made it mobile and I, i've fallen prey to that loads of times because because i design on a on a de uh, on a um, laptop and i'm like oh doesn't it look pretty and then yeah. i go mobile i'm like oh damn it <laughs> so yeah but explain like to them what you can use because there's certain websites that you can just use there's to... all sorts of things it's it's difficult it is difficult um it depends what theme and stuff you're using. I don't want to get too complex, but um, you know, a lot of uh, like point and click website design, you know, oh, move like this block here, yeah, that kind of like thing, that. Um, will have things in place to make sure that it's, it's mobile, mobile friendly. friendly. They um, often require you to tick a box or something. Yeah. Um, so does things like um, Divi um, for for. WordPress websites, which is what I use, and Elementor, which is another great one. They they have the similar kind of things, but they are limited. Right. So when we did Say It, for example, um, and obviously we're quite happy to announce that we're very much bootstrapping this business because of Absolutely. COVID and our other other business um, is on pause. Um, so we're doing. So I built the whole website and everything for Say It. But then I did get a developer in to make sure it was mobile friendly across everything because um, the whole point of what we offer is you can use this on any device. Yeah. So the last thing I want is some obscure mobile that not many people have and it doesn't work. Yeah. So yeah, and that didn't cost very much. That was that was in the region of about four or five hundred pounds. I can't remember now because it was a US, um, so I had to do the conversion. But it was around that for this developer. I think it took him about a week yeah. and he just took what I'd done and made sure it was mobile friendly across everything. Yeah, because it becomes a very deep rabbit hole, doesn't it? Because you're, you can get it right on. You think, oh, it's just mobile friendly. Yeah. It's, but no, it's like, okay, it's 
friendly on an Apple, but it's not friendly on a on a Samsung or or, or oh, another. Yeah, t- yeah. yeah, or it's friendly on a Samsung Ten, but it's not friendly on a Samsung Twenty One, and it's like. Or you God. get it all sorted on what you think is a mobile, and then people do that. Yeah, they turn the mobile. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or it doesn't work on a tablet or some strange those little um, like Chromebook type laptops, you know, like yeah. mini laptops. They don't work on that. So yeah, I, I got this guy to do it across absolutely everything. Yeah, and if you're wondering how we source people like that, things like Upwork is a really good uh, tool, or Fiverr, or things like that. But basically, you've got these. Uh, software guys and they'll yeah. and they all put their resumes up there. They all uh, tap for work and you just type in what you're looking looking to do and then they'll all just come forward and say, this, yeah, I can do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, this guy actually found a Facebook group. But, oh, really? Um, yeah. yeah oh, he wow. was in a, a web development Facebook group. Right. He answered some of my questions and he sounded knowledgeable. Just like we've said to people, yeah, give, give value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He answered my questions. I thought he sounded really knowledgeable, so I reached out to him. God, yeah, that's, yeah. It's yeah. funny how many times you do things like that and you don't recognise that that's a marketing strategy, yeah, isn't exactly. it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so really make sure your mobile is, uh, sorry, your website is mobile friendly. Um, and the other thing is that 80%, and it must be from what you've just said about with Samsung, 80% uh, access Facebook on an Android and not on an Apple. Oh, really? Yeah, which I also found really interesting. Yeah, I was, I was amazed I couldn't delete mm. the app. I think I can disable it, but... Yeah, you can say it because that's what I did when I was yeah. trying to get off it for a bit. But even if you, but there's, there, I'm always a bit scared. I'm like, yeah, but what do you, when it's disabled, what's actually going on yeah, in the software? Yeah. What, um, but, and because it's always kind of there and you're aware <laughs> of it, it's there. Do you know what I mean? It's like, Big brother is watching you. Yeah, yeah. But is it because the Android market's generally a lot bigger? Than uh, yeah, Apple and market? I think in the East it is. I think Apple is very much a UK and US based thing. I right. think. I think the further east you go, it is more Android, which right. would which would tally with the fact that um, only eight percent of Facebook users are US based. Right. So that that makes sense. But so it's but it's just aware, it, good good knowing that you know knowing that your your website should be uh, mobile friendly, obviously anyway, but also Android mobile friendly if yeah. that's what you're aiming if you're trying to get a Facebook. Yeah, audience. if you're looking for a bigger audience. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so thirty six percent turn to it for news. Which again surprised me. So, yeah, especially over the last yeah well um, four years, four or five years. Yeah, you, it's amazing that it still happens. So um, you know, if you've got like kind of company announcements and things like that, don't think oh you know this is boring. I'll put it. Uh, it should be on LinkedIn or Twitter. It, it it has its place on Facebook as well. Yeah, people are interested in 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 news, and go to the platform for that reason. Yeah, I think it was the same with all of them. I suppose it's the same with Twitter. It's the same with YouTube um, and all that kind of stuff. I think a lot of people like the idea of just being able to, for that platform to do everything for yes. them, entertain them, inform them, yes. connect them, everything, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that's probably one of the reasons that Facebook is still the giant because it does do everything. Yeah. If you think, if you think Instagram, you, don't connect you think on, photos. Yeah, and you yeah. don't necessarily connect that much on Instagram. No. It's more a, Instagram is more a projection of you as opposed yeah. to connect with someone else yes. too much. YouTube, you definitely don't connect with anybody else. You just no. consume content. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, I think that, that's probably be a big reason as to why it, it does remain the top in terms of popularity. Um, 500 million people use stories daily, um, which surprised me. Um, because how often do you reckon you watch Facebook stories? I watch stories. Do you? I do. I very rarely create them, which is a mistake because of this stat. So... If you're struggling to get engagement, especially as like we said on the on the pages, um, stories are always top of people's feeds, and 500 people use them. Yeah. Uh, so it's a really good way to kind of trick the algorithm and actually get your stuff seen. Yeah. So. It's a bit of an art to it, but yeah. Yeah. If you follow smiling entrepreneurs on things like Instagram or Facebook, what you'll notice is that we will take clips from, um, from our each of our episodes and chuck them onto our stories um, and normally I think we do something like three stories a day I think it is three or four stories mm-hmm. a day and then it just stacks up and then we break that up with your other piece of random yeah. content and everything else and it's it's specifically because obviously some people like to consume stories but it is that yeah keeping content top yeah. and um, and we're going to say stat a lot through through this epi- uh, through these episodes but it's so important to be aware of 
these tiny little strategies that don't take a huge amount of time, but bear some relevance in, in helping you pop your head above the parapet yeah. because um, you mentioned on, and we've mentioned it a number of times on other episodes, people get 11,000 marketing messages a day yeah. on average. So the fact that anybody's even seeing you at all is awesome. And, well, and that combined with 0.18% of your likes and followers actually see your content. On exactly, a page. on a page, yeah. yeah. Is, is crazy. So I've changed our Say It um, marketing strategy for that reason. So I originally wanted to post like a couple of times a day on, on Facebook page. Um, I've failed miserably at that over the last few weeks um, because I've been too busy. But I, I thought, oh, I've really got to do that, really got to do that. And then I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. No. I'm going to post maybe three times a week at yeah. most on the feed so that when somebody comes to the page that it's got fresh content on it but I'm going to utilize stories and lives and everything else yeah. that I know will actually get some attention yeah exactly so. yeah you you, <coughs> you can work very hard to make something look very full and, and you can stand apart from it and go wow look at this piece yeah. of work that I've done but nobody will ever see it yeah and you it, and you can do the same amount of work on, on just in a slightly different way like you've just decided on. Yeah. And it has a massively different effect. Yeah, exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong, there are certain channels where um, you, have to, you have to publish so many times a day before they... So Instagram, I, we need to look at the Instagram stats. But my understanding is Instagram... See, we have a bit of a twisted view of Instagram mm. and, the, and the fact that we think it's a bit of a broken platform. Yeah. Um, we... <laughs> I, I have a bit of a bitterness towards Instagram I must admit because I um or we well mostly me wasn't it I was doing the, the strategy with it um had developed a really successful strategy mm. when we were traveling we had a travel account and both of our personal accounts plus smiley booth account plus yes. I was managing a few accounts for other people and you had all the smiley booth franchisees yes. uh, accounts. yeah and I had some help with this I had like our, our PA at the time was was doing it with us um, but we we were growing those really successfully. I got them all over the ten thousand mark, which is when you get to do your swipe up. So Low, really high them. engagement. Yeah, good good engagement. Everything was growing great. So I spent ages building a course and showing people exactly how to do what what I was doing. And when we talk about engagement, by the way, the engagement on those accounts. So a good like what's what's considered on nowadays a good engagement. Three percent. Three percent on Instagram. So. 3% of your entire audience actually liking or commenting on your picture on Instagram is considered really good. You were getting anywhere between 5 and 10% engagement rate on all of the accounts, growing them by the thousands mm -hmm. on all of the accounts. And it was really consistent, was it? So you were like, yeah. nailed it. Yeah. Course, I'm going to teach people how to do this. I was I so it. chuffed with it. And, and like the, the people I was doing it for, they were really chuffed with it. Everything was going swimmingly. And then uh, it was either June or July... I can't remember, I think it was June 2019. Oh, I've got to work it out now. When we've been here, yeah, 2019. Yeah, it was while we were traveling. Yeah, and um, Facebook just went, nope. Yeah. <laughs> and they did what uh, Russell Brunson refers to as a Thanos snap because yeah. they just changed the algorithm completely and everything just died on its ass. <laughs> completely died. And my course that I'd spent forever creating and perfecting and doing videos for i'd literally just launched it i think a week before this yeah. happened and i was like oh <laughs> yeah yeah so. all the strategies that were in place and they weren't bot strategies either so yeah. these there was a lot there's a lot of there's a lot of nonsense that goes on on things like instagram growth strategies where people just use bots to like and share yeah. and, and all this kind of stuff to grow accounts and um, it's a really risky strategy, by the way, if you employ somebody to do that and they're like, oh, yeah, well, we use bots. Nobody knows because we can do this. Yeah. Or if they if they look like there's no way that they could physically do what's being done, it's they're probably using a bot. And, well, I mean, and, ours kind of looked like that to a point, but that's because I had help. Well, you you were full on it and so was the and, PA, yeah. right? So, and she was in a different time zone to me. so we covered, Yeah, it was 24-7. Yeah, we covered different times. So... Um, I mean, maybe that's partly why, but oh, very frustrating. And um, so if you ever look at my Instagram account, my, my personal one, which is, um, what Kate did with an eight, what K8 did, um, you'll see that I'm like posting, posting, everything's lovely. And then I go, oh, sod this. And I don't post for about nine months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's but that's that's so true. Of that, and that's the part of the problem with what we've talked about social media accounts generally is that you don't own 
the information, you don't own the strategy, you don't yeah. own any, you're there at the, at the best of the, or the privilege of whatever the platform is. And the moment they decide to change something, they don't have to necessarily tell you what they've changed, mm. but it can have a devastating effect on your results. So um, where was I going with Instagram? Right, so the reason why I was getting onto the Instagram <laughs> thing though was because I don't know what the, what the current, as of early 2021's kind of engagement stroke posts, like how much they show if you, if you, because the way it works on Instagram is if you've created an image and you, and you've written something under that image and you include, and you think, okay, say that, that, that image is to do with travel. Well, if you put the hashtag travel under the image, then Instagram is constantly on the lookout for matching hashtags with images. So anybody following that hashtag will automatically, or has been seen to have followed that hashtag in the past or have an interest, will be shown images that correlate to that hashtag, so travel. So the idea is that if you include the travel hashtag under your travel photo, then you'll get shown to a huge audience, right? So, and that's why you can include up to 30 hashtags um, underneath each one of your posts. Again, the idea is that all each hashtag has a huge audience mm -hmm. And potentially that's how you'll grow your account. Um, but so I don't know what the percentage is of how often they turn to, they choose to use it. But I know that as of today, you're supposed to post on Instagram three times a day. That's a lot of work. Yeah. If you're creating engaging content. Now, it's easier for the likes of you and I to do that because... We do a podcast every day. We do yeah, a podcast well, I was episode. Say it, every only day. in this though, you know, so it's hard for say it to do that. It, um, it's, it's really, really hard. hard for Smiley to do that because there's no events. At no the events happening, right? So, <laughs> and for most businesses, it's very hard. Exactly, yeah, unless yeah. you're, unless you're, unless part of your activities each day is to create one big chunky piece of content. Yeah. Every single day that yeah. you can then dissect up into and then share it out. It's really hard. So, uh, but then you get into the trap of content for content's sake. You know, it's got to be valuable content. Yeah, you've got to be giving some kind of value yeah, to the audience. Yeah, you can't audience. just kind of go, oh, crap, I need to post, so I just throw something up. You know, yeah. it's, it's, that's, the, that's the problem with it. And then you get stuck in this. And that's kind of what I was finding with Say It. I was, like, scratching around for what can I post. Yeah. And then I was like, <gasps> no one's going to see this anyway. So... Well, we found, we, we found that that was a problem that one of our competitors had, mm. right? They clearly, had, they clearly got to a level in their business where they'd done all the content ideas they could possibly think of. So they were instead of on their social media platforms, so instead of talking about their business or anything associated with their business anymore, they just started posting motivational quotes yeah. with nice coloured backgrounds. Nice, yeah. and, and they did that over months and months yeah. and months. And effectively, the page entirely lost its identity. Yeah. It became, if you were to land on their page, you have no idea what they do. Yes. And I think that's the case with a lot of business owners. Yeah. It's almost like... Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk talks, uh, was asked a question recently about um, what is more important um, is quality when it comes to content is quality more important or quantity more important and um, and his response was quantity is more important because quality is subjective is subjective um, and he he is absolutely right I completely of course I would agree with someone like <laughs> Gary Vaynerchuk he knows a lot more than I do but. Um, it, you can take that too far, and yeah. that's what and they did. It depends did. on the business as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah that's it's... what they did. They 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 just went just just get loads of content yeah. out there, and then it ended up going so far away from what they were doing. Yeah, exactly, and that and that's the danger with it. So um, so it, that's again why I kind of come back to the um Facebook piece and and we this whole thing kind of started because of stories because you can get that engagement. You know, you can. With a story, you can create like a poll or, you know, which one do you prefer? Or you can you can ask questions. You can get that kind of to and fro going with your yeah. audience rather than just a, oh, here's a quote kind of thing. Like yeah. you were saying. I think with social media, you have to choose choose your platforms really carefully because they have a, they, they'll play a part, they'll play a bigger part in your life than you would like. So, for example, we entered into TikTok mm. because just to get the eyes on the videos. So when we were posting clips on smiling entrepreneurs, obviously we, the more people that get to see our clips, the more chance they are of, of like trying to figure out more about smiling entrepreneurs podcast, right? Yeah. So you don't want to just rely on say YouTube's algorithm to pick that up and show that out. So, yeah. 
and and it works it's like by putting clips onto tiktok of, of us like clips of the episodes into there that's definitely work we're getting way more eyes on our video clips than probably any other platform right now yeah. so that's great but what is it what did i say it's like you pick up one end of the stick you get the yeah, other yeah. right because now i'm subject to tiktok's content so whenever i open the app i have to go through their content to get to my yeah. stats yeah. or to post and that that's specifically designed to keep me on there so that's one problem with um those types of things is choose your choose what platform you want to use and is most comfortable for you and, that you, and is most relevant to your audience and then choose the most concise easy way to deliver the content that's going to get the most reach well, and master it. I mean, um, we offer, um, you'll see on the Smiling Entrepreneurs uh, website that we now offer marketing services. And one of those is um, social media management and another one is uh, social media ads. Um, and But we only do it at the moment. We might like, offer more in the future if we bring in some different experts, but because our strengths are Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to put every platform up there because it's just too wide. You need to specialize and really kind of understand your platform that you yeah. want to use. Um, because although, I mean, the principles are largely the same, you know, every platform does have its nuances and you just, you need to really know them to, to get the most out of it. Yeah. And how their audience consumes that, yeah. that content. Yeah, and exactly. So, um, what you going back to what you were saying about okay, well, stories is more relevant on Facebook. I think you have to have as a business owner or or a startup or whatever you're doing, you have to have this idea that every every day a piece of content is going to go out, mm -hmm. and as a bare minimum, it's and and across each one of those platforms. Mm -hmm. So whatever two, one, two, three, five platforms you've decided that you're going to manage. You have to be able to manage them on a daily basis, and and like so for stories, for example, some people post. I can't remember whose account I showed you the other day, um, but I showed you their stories, mm. and as as anyone knows, on if you, you if you've seen stories before on Facebook, they're little white dots along it was the top. That fitness guy, wasn't it? Yeah, the maybe. One yeah. yeah, and the number of stories he had yeah. over the course of a twenty four hour period was. Dozens. Yes. Like dozens. You've got to realise that a lot of the time they've got a social, at least one social media manager doing this for them. Yeah. Well, they've still got to create the content. Though. Oh yeah, they've got to create the content absolutely. But it's then sometimes the most time-consuming part, as you'll attest to with with this. Yeah. Um, that you've got to go and break up that content and post it everywhere, and and that's why I say that, especially if you are doing this yourself, specialise in just one or two. Yeah, um, you have to yeah. because yeah, time-consuming is is. You can bring in others as your team grows or as your time grows, if you've managed to free up your time in some other way. But you don't want to kind of half-ass all the platforms. No, you God, want no. to really kind of like dig deep on one or two of them. Yeah, because if you're doing things properly, it will take you hours a yeah. day. Um, we both spend hours, hours a day on the production and publishing of the podcast yeah. i mean several hours a day getting it across all the relevant platforms yeah. and just getting it produced yeah. and um but the, but we only have a tolerance we can only give so much time for yeah. it per day before it starts eating into into the other business yeah smiley yeah. booth photo booth hire or i say a business yeah. um and we know that okay and to be honest if any one of the channels demonstrate that they're not they're not giving us the return that they should over the... It's too soon to say right yes, now. Yeah. But over the coming weeks and months, if it looks like we can cull a channel, yes, great, mm. then we'll explore something else. Well, that's the other thing to touch on what you just said is, is to give things time. Yeah. So many people don't give enough time to either an advertising campaign or or just um, a general posting campaign. Uh, you need to, to let things run for a few weeks before you can measure any kind of decent results. Months, yeah. not weeks. Yeah, it's so like, because it's... Depends on your audience, but yeah, on your audience volume, I mean. Yeah, but it's, well, it, and the platform, because the yeah. platform, sometimes the algorithm says, right, we're not going to pay attention to you at all until you've demonstrated that you're producing content uh, like on a scheduled basis yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it's consistent yeah you know it's um 
there's plenty of stuff like that that's an absolute pain in the back. And I think that's because the platforms know that people pick things up and put it down. Yeah. And they're not going to give you attention until they know you're serious. And well, what was the thing you found stay. out about podcasting? The... Most people give up before three months, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd say, I'd say that's easily true of YouTube as well. I mean, that's me guessing on YouTube, but I would imagine so. But isn't that nuts? Because that's not even somebody doing a podcast. Like, we're doing this daily. So yeah. by the end of the time we've done... That got to three months. We would have done over ninety podcast episodes, which doesn't seem that far away anymore because no. we're on sixty three. But um, if you're only doing one a week yeah. or whatever it is, to give up uh, before three months is nuts. Yeah, well, but... they just don't see the results, so they think, "Oh, it's not working." But you need really need to give these things time because they're they're just so huge, and you're shouting into a, a room of billions. <laughs> it literally is billions. Yeah. 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 And so you need all the support you can get from the algorithms on that platform because yeah, as we've said before, you either have to have a huge amount of cash yeah. or a big amount of commitment to to build an audience. You, mm -hmm. you there's you cannot sit in between. No. There's nothing in between there. If you're if you feel like you, if you haven't got the cash and you're not prepared to put the time and commitment into build an audience, go get uh, <laughs> Yeah. In all seriousness, go yeah. find something else to do yeah. because you're wasting your time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You've been told again by Lee. <laughs> I do a lot of that soapboxing, don't I? Sorry, sorry. So uh, 1.8 billion used groups um, and we talked all about groups on, as I said, 8 billion. Wow. Um, so I would... So have a listen to it. I'm sure it's episode 61 because it was, it was Saturday. So yeah, I think that's 61. What did we do yesterday then? Uh... Oh, yeah. oh, no, no, it'd be 60, not 61. Um, so uh, 60 was Facebook group, 61 was homeschooling, and yeah. yesterday was Marketing Monday, wasn't it? Um, of course. Yeah. So we were covering wow. list It's all blending into I one. I know, it does. It, it does fly by. Um, so 96% of people do use another platform. Um, mm -hmm. People don't just have one, one, one platform, so this is why. I mean, Instagram's good if you marry it with Facebook because you can cross between the two. Well, they're owned by Instagram's exactly. owned by Facebook. Um, and um, one of the benefits of TikTok is that you can push content out to other platforms really easily, can't you? Yeah, well. So that's that's quite helpful. Well, so, you can so push it. Things where Instagram can... and TikTok is, especially for stories. If you're posting on Instagram, if you're using TikTok at all. You can share everything that you post on TikTok straight to your toys, stories or your feed, toys, <laughs> stories or your feed in Instagram. And the two are so similar in their content. They're not similar in their content if you are, if you're doing the traditional TikTok type content where no. you've got to dance around or just don't, or or any of that Well, that's nonsense. what Instagram Reels is about now, isn't it? So that's why people post from TikTok onto Instagram Reels. Yeah. But if you're doing it in a more intelligent way, yeah. say, right, where it's more akin to your particular business or brand, then, yeah, TikTok's open for that. It's not to, to think of TikTok as just silliness and dancing and all this kind yeah. of stuff is a mistake. Um, and then, yeah, and then you, you effectively double up on platforms. Yeah, so, exactly, yeah. And TikTok's great in that you can get a lot of, get way more eyes on your content than you can on Instagram from yeah. the, from the get go. Yeah, by like a magnitude of whatever it's but huge. You just need difference. to, as we're doing at the moment, keep running it until you know what those eyes are actually getting you. Yeah. So that and that's and that's when you need to give it time. Yeah. So, yeah. So so definitely posting on more than one platform. Not going against what we just said. You do need to specialize ideally on one, maybe two, but you can use cheats to to cross. Promote. Yeah, um, agree. But just focus on on the your main one. Well, in fact, if you post if you post a story on uh, TikTok, sorry, if you post a post on TikTok and and then share that to your stories on Instagram, Instagram will auto can automatically then share it to your stories on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So although I don't know, yeah, yeah. So, face. This is more businessy kind of stats now. Facebook. Um, uh, no, hang on, where am I? Sorry. You and your list. My scribbled notes. Um, 48% um, of business-to-business -business, uh, decision-makers 
use Facebook for research. Oh, God, yeah. Um, so lots of people think that, you know, Facebook is not a place for business, but you'd be surprised at how how much kind of business decisions and research and exchanges go on on, on Facebook. So don't um, don't dismiss it and think, oh, you know, I need to be on Twitter or LinkedIn to be doing like business to business. It, you'd be surprised how much of it is there. Um, and you can kind of engage with people on a, in a different way when you're doing that. You know, they're not I, I don't know, I guess they're not expecting to be sold to. People are, you, you need to kind of reach out to people. If you're reaching out to somebody on Messenger, the etiquette changes. You know, you need to be kind of delivering value for someone. But so hang on, when you're talking about business, so you're talking about in a similar function as something like LinkedIn, where you're, you know the owner of another business, you've got you've found them on Facebook and you're reaching out to them directly. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, so um, for example, if, if I go into my messages in LinkedIn... Um, as much as I'm beginning to like LinkedIn, it's quite a new platform to, to me in some ways, but I'm, I'm having success with ads and, and doing well in that platform. I still look at it, obviously, from a kind of business perspective. It's changing. But if I go into my messages, I know there's probably going to be quite a few spammy sales yeah. messages in there. But I'm not going to f- expect that when I go into Messenger. Yeah, yeah. So do you true. see what I mean? You'll be able to connect to someone on a more real level. Well, this is where you have to be your own... Uh, public relations person. Yes. Uh, and I think this is one of the reasons why uh, people have become so unstuck in recent years because if you go back to when we were kind of before Facebook even existed, mm. right? So before any of this stuff happened, if you were uh, uh, going to be in the public forum, mm. then normally what would happen is before that would happen, you'd normally be connected with... Or it would, if you were given the right advice, it, you would be suggested to be introduced to some kind of public relations official yeah. who could, some PR person, who could at least guide you through what to say, what not to say, yeah. and all that, like give you some kind of coaching. Yeah, yeah I'll never teach you any of this stuff. Yeah, right? And, <laughs> and even then, in that scenario, you might, um, you might only have a very small audience, mm. like it, back, back before Facebook and everything yeah. else. Part of the problem with the Facebook platforms now is potentially you've got an audience of hundreds, if not millions of people every time you post something, every time you say something. And I think a lot of people haven't been educated around that or haven't registered that that's the case. And and they see, and that's why privacy issues are so so Mm -hmm. problematic, right? Because it's like, well, my Facebook page is my private domain. It's like, well, yes and no. You're, You're effectively... You're effectively everything you write has the same igniting potential as if you put it on the front page of a local paper yeah. or, or a national paper. It's yeah, and you'll you'll also find like big name kind of marketers or anyone with a, a, a decent following will most likely have two Facebook accounts. Yeah. And they'll have one that's just them and their family that nobody knows about with like a, a fake picture and so people can't really find them and then they'll have their public persona. Yeah. Um, where they're expecting people to obviously contact them. Yeah, and so if you are going to use the strategy that Kate's just suggested, um, you've got to make sure that your Facebook page is not littered with um, political statements mm. and and uh, polarising opinions and everything else if you want to leave that, or set your privacy settings yeah. so high nobody can see any of that and and maybe they can only see your profile picture yeah. and even then on your profile picture make damn sure that that's a, 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 as equivalent a profile picture as you would expect somebody in business to mm. respond positively to it's not you i don't know that- in your budgie smugglers <laughs> on like on holiday in cyprus you know because it's it's not gonna it's you're gonna undo all the good work that you've already done by yeah. doing that that's a, a good point, actually, and it, it leads me to a, a, a kind of top tip that um, I've been using successfully, and um, lots of people, I've seen some people using it, but it's it's still a kind of bit of an underground technique, but, you know, if you see a comment by somebody in a group, and you think, oh, that's, that's an interesting comment, or they've mentioned something, it just, just, you know, just grabs your interest, what's the first thing you do? Click on them, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And so, and then what's the first thing you see? Yeah, they're... they're... Uh, thing behind their profile picture yeah. what's it what's that called the, uh, banner. the head banner because you nowadays you don't get taken straight to their page there's another button that you can say you see full profile yeah, yeah, yeah. you get this bit their picture and then what they've already been doing in that group like other yeah, other yeah. images 
So that banner is like premium space. Yeah, so it takes put, up and it takes up most of the yeah, page. Yeah. To use that, don't put pictures of you know you're on holiday or whatever as you said. Use that as real space to, to say who you are, what you do, what business, what your business yeah. is. Um, and also the other tip alongside that is if you change that image on a regular basis, like every couple of weeks or every month, um, in the algorithms, Facebook. Uh, sees that as a really important event right you know your timeline is all events isn't yeah, it like yeah, your yeah. birthday or whatever and it sees you changing your header as a really big deal right so it shows it to everyone wow so your whole audience yeah so if you, you you change your header regularly all your all your friends and connections will see that yeah and don't oh god i've seen this a few times as well please don't do it if you've got a personal profile don't have your business logo or something like that as your profile picture. It's got to be you. Yeah. And it's got to be like a flattering kind of... If you're going to if you're gonna use your Facebook to connect with people, which you should, you should. Yeah, um, yeah just don't, don't use logos or some random picture of a flower or your cat <laughs> or something like that, which you see all the time, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's like, whenever I see... I'm going <laughs> to... Going to alienate people by saying this, but I'm so disappointed when I see that. Yeah. Like when people reach out and I'm like, I want to see who you, you, you've come forward, you, you want to speak, you want to do all this kind of stuff, and I can't even see who you are. Yeah. And yeah. normally, if you've got your privacy settings up, which most people do, um, I can't even click on the picture and then find out what you look yeah. like or whatever. And, and you need to, as human beings, you need yeah. to see who you're dealing with, don't you? And that's a good point with privacy settings as well. You know, if, if you've, made the decision to kind of be an entrepreneur and be in business, you've got to accept that you need to kind of put yourself out there. So don't have your privacy settings stupidly high yeah. because people do want to click on your picture and see who you are and what you're about. So yeah. just be aware that that is a, a public space. And if you want to keep pictures of your, your kids super private and stuff, send them on a message to your friends or, and family. Don't put them on Facebook. Or create a separate pro, uh, yeah. profile page. Yeah. Like, I don't know, Joe Blogs just another joe blogs page yeah, yeah. if your name's joe blogs and you and but it's got all pictures of your newborn baby and you don't want to be sharing that with everybody in business create another joe blogs page yeah uh, which is more about you in business and what you're doing and everything else and connect through that yeah. but um yeah just or if you've got profile page it's just full of i hate trump or i hate <laughs> biden or i hate yeah. boris or i or whatever it's a yeah, yeah. Be aware of your polarizing opinions. Just a just a, a point on the the creating a second page. Facebook doesn't like it. Um, it's not the way it uh it, it likes people to organize their their profiles. It's against their um terms of use. Oh really? Yeah. So if you do Oops. do that, um no, I mean I I still say that if you've got big profile, if that's what you're building, um yeah, everyone has loads of email addresses and stuff, so you can use a different email address. But all I'm saying is be aware that. Um, the second one could get shut down by Facebook at any point. So don't you create a page? No, uh, like really. a, no. no. But just don't put anything on there. Um, you know, don't upload a load of pictures that you kind of want to keep forever and you haven't got anywhere else because Facebook yeah. might come along and just delete your page. So I'm just saying, be aware of it. It's it's something that lots and lots of people do. Um, you know, you're not going to get fined or anything for it, but it is yeah. against the terms of use. So just be aware. I mean, we've always been quite lucky in that we've had we've always had the view that being like being a a shining light rather than a like a negative source. Yeah. So whenever we've published anything or anything like yeah. that, it's always it's always been a. a a positive it's always like how can we make a positive statement and if yes. we can't make it's like your mum says isn't it it's like well if you can't if you can't say anything nice don't say anything at yeah, all yeah. and that we've kind of always lived and breathed that yeah so fortunately we don't have to go back and curate a load of stuff but no. there will be people that will have to do that yeah. because uh, because quite rightly especially after 2020 i'm sure there's been plenty of occasions where many people have just had a massive rant yes. um on on their facebook pages but it's this is a bit of a long-winded response to to the management of this but the the point is is be aware that you have to be your own public relations person yeah and your social media channels people will find once you gain start getting interest in what you're doing and everything else people with it if your business does people then want to find out who you who you are and what you're about exactly. and if you're if you're involved in things or have said things that might be polarizing then you're going to undo a lot of the good work. Well, so. people work with people at the end of the day. And at the moment, we're all kind of 
you know, restricted to our homes in a lot of places, even if you're not in a lockdown, you know, stuff's not generally open, you know, travel between countries is in, is, is restricted, etc. So you're, you're having to deal with someone in a kind of virtual persona, at least to start with. Yeah. Um, so, you know, make that virtual persona the best that you, best that you can. Well, I would say everybody that we do business with, <laughs> everybody, anybody, any of them that listens to this, like, what? <laughs> But whether we are interviewing them on a podcast, whether they're, they're a member, they we're weighing them up to be a member of staff in one of our businesses, or if it's a potential franchisee for Smiley Booth Photo Booth Hire, anything, we always do the rounds on Google search, yeah. on social media searching, everything yeah. we do. Like before, we don't obviously tell them that. No. But and I think if most people, to be honest, they do the same. But yeah, you should expect it. Yeah. I mean, you kind of. It's like dating in a way. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of want to see what you're getting into, don't you? Yeah. Well, you might be you might be connecting with someone who's a mass murderer. <laughs> yeah. You know, who's, like you don't know what's exactly someone's background is. Yeah, isn't. exactly. So, some more business stats. Um, eighteen point three percent of people purchase something through Facebook, or they did last year, um, which is compared to Instagram, which is considering considered more of the purchasing platform. Again, mm. like a. Um, uh, anecdotally, was only eleven percent, right. and Pinterest that is really considered a, a shopping platform. Yeah, it is. It's like a, a Google. Um, it's it's like a search engine. Well, that's how a lot of the uh, courses and coaches would have you believe. They're like, oh, Pinterest is the next like is as yeah. big as Google. Yeah, and yeah, two point nine percent. No. Yeah. So all of these courses and everything else yeah. saying Pinterest is the way forward yeah. for your business and all this kind of stuff. Well, for products and stuff. Yeah. No, eighteen point three percent purchased through Facebook last year. Wow. So and and it's not normally considered a, a you know a shopping platform, but it's it's. Very well, so that's there. interesting then. So your Facebook page, because we kind of berated Facebook pages mm. a couple of days ago because Facebook is just not pushing them. Yeah. At all, they don't they don't show them to the, no. the the audience at all. But it's it's basically just the. It's the coat hanger to hang all your stuff on. Yes, exactly. And it's your shop you, window. That's yeah, how I've and, and then your groups that yeah. are associated with your business and your audience and your ads and everything yeah. else just drives it. But the, the page itself, don't expect it to do anything. It's well, just the way I kind of see it is if you think of like Facebook as a shopping mall, yeah, yeah. like a really big, you know, bells and whistles shopping mall and you've got a shop within that shopping mall. Yeah. Um, you're going to make your shop window as great as you can because yeah. you want people that walk by to come in. But the shopping mall is not going to let you march up and down the shopping mall with a big placard saying, everybody come to my shop because yeah. they're just not going to let you do that. And it's the same with Facebook. Mm. So you're, you're not, they're not going to show your ads to loads of people, sorry, your posts, unless you've paid for a pitch yeah. somewhere in the shopping mall or some advertising space or whatever because yeah. they want you to pay. Yeah. But if somebody walks past... You want that to look amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Because they'll come in. So that's the way I've kind of always seen it. Yeah. So there. Yeah. So I suppose historically, and this again, it's it's frustrating that not enough people are talking about this because people are using the old paradigm of oh, I just keep posting on Facebook every day, and I'll get I'll build yeah. my likes and follows and everything yeah. else, and and people will start buying and all this kind of stuff. It's nonsense. It's just yeah. you definitely have to do that because it because people need to show that you need to show to people that you're open yeah. and for your existing people that have interacted with you in the past, they've got maybe a reason to come back and check yeah, in on you. Exactly. But yeah. Okay. And it's strategy based. You need, if you go back to the shopping mall, you need to work with other shops in there and do partnerships. You need to, I don't know, hold events in the shopping center that might send people to your store. You know, you, yeah. you need to strategize. You need to think of other ways. Because Facebook make it really easy now to add all of those shopping things. I'd say the only reason why it's 18% is because they've really, really been pushing the shop thing. Yeah, this year. Yeah. That was one of their big things. Sorry, last year, 2020, that was one of their big updates was they wanted people to be able to shop more through the platform. Right, um, yeah. So that's that's why it's increased. But, well, um, and they push it like mad. The exactly. moment you open a new page with them, it's it's one of the, once you've done your initial setups, that's the next thing that comes yeah. out. Right, let's create your shop for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. So uh, again, use it because if they're pushing it, they'll push it in the algorithm. Yeah. So you'll get seen more. Um, so local searches, uh, I said this the other day, um, increased by 23%. Um, which was due to the support local hashtag and um, mm. that people were pushing last year. Um, but again, that, that's huge. You know, people are beginning to use Facebook like a search engine, which yeah. it never was before. Um, but now people are using that search function to look for businesses and, yeah. and look for certain things in their area. 
and two thirds of users visit business pages at least once per, once per week. Um, and this is another interesting stat and something um, that I'm going to be... Hang on, two-thirds of users visit business pages once per week. Yeah, but again, probably not through a post or an ad, but more as your shop window. They've gone to look for yeah. you. Yeah, well, and I suppose it shows how many blessed business pages there are out yeah. there, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, 12, <coughs> 12 ads are clicked on per month, generally. So ads are, you know, they, they are clicked on. But this is an interesting one. Um ads have decreased by 9% in quarter three right. in terms of cost. Right. And in quarter four, I know they went down again. I don't have the exact stat, um, but, the, uh, but that's what I'm kind of pushing on our Facebook ads side of things that we can do for people because it's cheaper. It's better yeah. than it's ever been. Um, and that's because obviously with 2020, a lot of brands kind of died and came off of that. So there's not as much um, advertising noise out there. Yeah. And, and the costs have gone down as a result because it's not as competitive. Yeah. So it's a great time to be on Facebook ads at the moment. Well, yeah, doing it correctly. I, th I yeah, think that's, uh, yeah. yeah, it's um, one of the, because it, it can change either way. So yeah. setting it up whilst it's going down, yeah. the, 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 taking advantage of that is so important, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and, and you know, do either do a course on it so that you've got the expertise yourself or use a, an agency or someone like us to, to do it for you because yeah. you can make a lot of it costly, expensive yeah. mistakes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I thought that was really interesting and it's why um, I'm going to be doing obviously more ads across our businesses now because the, the competition has died off a little bit and I think, I can't remember the exact set, I think it's like 14 or 15% at the moment. It's quite big. Yeah, it's Quite huge. Yeah, because I remember when the uh, the early part of last year they were saying, "Oh, well, all the big business is stopping advertising, so yeah. Facebook is reducing its its costs per um, cost per click and all this its, yeah. its total costs yeah. to make it more appealing to people." Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of talk about that in the marketing community, wasn't there? About right, everybody should just yeah. be jumping on this. And and I remember testing Google Ads at the time for our Smiley with Photo Booth hire company expecting the same thing. Yeah, no. And it hadn't adjusted at all. No. The I was waiting for the costs to drop and I was like, nothing's changed. My yeah. I'm I'm getting exactly the same results as I was prior to them. Yeah, and it's interesting to to know that it's not it's not because those big businesses aren't out there. It's because they pivoted entirely online, so many, especially like, you know, big department stores and things like that. Um, that it's not that they're not on Facebook ads at all necessarily but they're trying loads of new things yeah so they're not at, even though like a lot of big brands a hundred percent of their marketing budget is online now but they're trying different things they're trying new strategies so they're not just just using facebook ads which is yeah. what they would have done before because it was a supporting thing to their physical shop yeah um now it's it might be a supporting thing but to something else online or they or they'll take it off completely and do a different strategy yeah. so that's that's why it is so it's not like it's because it doesn't work it's just that a lot of people have changed tact especially the big boys. Mm. So, um, so yeah, I think, um, I think that's all. Oh, one more. <laughs> Found my extra one. Um, Facebook Lives um, are watched by up to 50% of people. And Facebook Watch, have you heard of Facebook Watch? So is that with watch parties? No. No, right. this is different. So if your page has more than 5,000 fans, right. you can utilise Facebook Watch, which is like Facebook Lives, but it's right. just for your fan base, not your group, which is what watch parties are. Right. Um, and... But that saw 1.25 billion uh, users last month. Wow. So um, so that's really big as well, but you do need a fan page with more than 5,000. So can you just go back to Facebook Lives, you said 50% mm -hmm. will see Facebook Lives. Watch Facebook Lives. 50% of people watch Facebook Lives. So if you had 100, so of your followers will watch? No, 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 of Facebook's audience. Right, oh, I see. So, okay. if, you know, people, when the little notification pops up that, oh, yeah. so-and-so's gone live, 50% of people will click on that and go watch it. Oh, Facebook Lives are so important. Yeah, and again, it's something they're pushing. So and it's something we don't do. Well, we, we don't do it in our other businesses, but we do do it in Smiling Entrepreneurs. Yeah, we? we need to do Facebook Lives more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's, where every time we've done a Facebook Live, we've noticed a difference between uh, how many people see it. Yeah. And interact with it versus every other piece of content we put well, out there. Yeah, it's night I, and day, isn't it? I think that's also because we do it on our own personal stuff as well, personal pages, don't we? Mm. Personal um, accounts, and for smiling entrepreneurs. And I think that's where you know when you said at the beginning that people have come out the woodwork from years and years and years ago. Yeah. I think that's where they've seen it. 
a lot of the time. And also, our clips get watched more than our full episodes. Yeah. And again, it's because you put the clips on, on stories and lives. Yeah. So, and I think that's why. Okay. Interesting. I mean, well, it, only time will tell, because we'll measure it all. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I think that's... But this goes back to what we were saying earlier about... You could, my tummy if you, keeps rumbling. <laughs> Sorry the, if you can hear my tummy rumbling. Yeah, the microphone's probably picking up <laughs> all of it. Um, the, you, if you're going to spend your time on creating social media content, um, just, just or you've chosen channels, just make sure it's spent on the right bit in that channel. Yeah. It's like if your primary goal is to reach as many of your audience as possible when you create a piece of content, then and, it, and Facebook is the channel you, you want to use, then Facebook Lives is absolutely the best yeah. way to do it and there are tools out there to help with facebook lives as well but well, and also um just keeping up to date on the algorithm because they change all the time just like google does um and you know following um either blogs or podcasts like um social media examiner and things yeah. like that you know that's how you're going to keep up to date with all the changes because they really follow this yeah. stuff yeah um, and then you you can you know what you should be pushing when yeah, because it ha you have to do it. You can't not do it no. in business. There's no if you're in small business, you you just got you got no choice. No, exactly. You're telling people off again. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that was useful. I I found it interesting, but then I'm a self-confessed marketing geek, so yes, you are. These kind of things are interesting to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, I hope that was valuable, and we will see you tomorrow. Yeah. Have a good day. Bye.